This is Miller's Edge on Tide ESPN says Kansas and coach Lance Leipold have agreed on a new contract that will pay Leipold more than $7 million per year, which will rank top three in the Big 12. This is the Miller's Edge with Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is the Miller's Edge. WTBC Corey Miller, Christian Miller, hanging out here with you along with my man Wyatt, producing today behind the glass. Sorry about that, hit the meet button, just did a stellar job hosting the show and then getting right behind the producing microphone. I'm a man of many, many jobs. I got to really inspire him on the Haymon. He is the Haymon of Sports Talk Radio. It is the hump day, middle of the week. Hope you all are doing well. Uh, on this early, early lunch, early afternoon, 1 o'clock here, a little past of the hour. Of course, I know you're an hour behind in Tuscaloosa. Many of you may be got your Bluetooth, your beats in at your table, listen to some talk radio at work. You might be still chilling there. Wherever you are, we welcome you. Don't forget to download that free app for you. Ask your questions, the comments, put them right there on tie 100.9. It is absolutely free. Bama. Basketball is the hot topic of the show on today because big-time basketball game. A big-time basketball game. Some would like to call it the calm before the storm, right? You got Tennessee coming in here. You got game day. You got all the the who's who coming in. But you got to take care of business tonight. If you want to hold on and sustain as that number one seed, regular season championships, you got to win this game tonight. And it will not be easy. There's no easy game. When you're on the road, there's no easy game. Teams like Ole Miss. We saw Mississippi State take Kentucky down to the wire, leading that game. You know, South Carolina on the road tonight. They're at Texas A&M. Texas A&M have lost four in a row, I believe. But a scary game for them. When you go on the road in conference, nothing is easy. So what will the tie get done tonight? I think tonight is a huge game. I think it's huge because if you lose this one, then Saturday becomes... Okay, who are we, what are we, what's happening? If you went tonight, you set yourself up for a huge showdown against the Vols of good old Rocky Top. Number for the show, 
342-9904 if you want to call in. We'll take calls today. We welcome you to call in. Uh, we'll talk some football. Spring practice less than one week away. We'll get into that, talk more about this team, look at more positions, more players. So we'll get into some of that, start breaking that down. Of course, as practice starts right before they head off to spring practice, uh, we'll get into some of that and um, give you our thoughts and ideas on what's to be expected for Kalen DeBoer's football team here in his first spring down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Head down to Tuscaloosa. Talk to Christian. Christian, what's up, man? Nothing much. Nothing much. Trying to stay dry, man. It's raining cats it's and raining? dogs right now. Yeah, it's pouring, man. What? I mean, yeah, I, I normally like to have the window open and get some fresh air, but damn wind about blew the screen off, and I started getting wet through the vent or the, the, the screen, so... Had to close that, but uh, not doing doing good, man. I um, uh, past couple of days, man. I've had been my patience has been tested, but it's all good. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm doing good though. Just glad to be on here and uh, talk some stuff. But you're right, you know, excited to, to watch basketball perform. See if they can bounce back from that that difficult loss at Kentucky. Yeah, you know, I, I I'll say this. I mean, I. I don't know. Did they release his status on Wrightsell? Wrightsell, Wrightsell, do you know why? Not yet, but a lot of people are expecting him to play. They're optimistic. I think he's a big piece, man. I know one guy didn't make the team, but, I mean, you're talking about a guy who's really uh, really been a spark, man, uh, this season. You know, I mean, his shooting ability, you know, he's just you know, very aggressive, and um, I, I think he, he, he definitely helps out a lot. But at the end of the day, they've got to take pride in their defense. Coach Oates said it. They all know that. And uh, that's what I'll be looking for tonight. But, you already, you know, mentioned the Tennessee game. I'm excited for that. I guess game day will be here in Tuscaloosa. That's going to be a fun one. I definitely will be there. I think Ellis said he'll be there. He's looking for tickets. So if anybody's got any extra tickets, make sure you hit Ellis up because uh, I know Ellis definitely wants to go. Maybe we can try to help him out. But looking forward to that one too. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited to watch that game. Other than that, same old, same old. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to tune into some of this combine stuff. I'll be honest, I don't watch it as much as you probably think. Um, but I'm kind of excited to see our guys, you know, go out there and compete, show what they can do, even though I know, you know, Pro Day, though, though more of them will probably be competing, doing all that good stuff. But uh, this is kind of a fun time to kind of watch and see how, how things go with these different prospects. I'm, I'm looking at the TV, and they mentioned that uh, uh, what's Michigan's quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, is that his name? He'll be, uh, he'll be throwing. So that's good. You got some quarterbacks that still want to throw <laughs> at the combine. So we'll at least have some guys throwing – Throwing the football at the combine, um, but yeah, that's that's about it. We got all we got going down right here. Well, I had a scout tell me that he wasn't sold. He, he's he's a scout mm-hmm. for the NFL and combine stuff. He wasn't extremely high. Felt like JJ McCarthy should have stayed in school. Um, I mean, you know, it's crazy. I hear offense. both of those things though. I, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm here. It's, it's a mix. A lot of people feel that way. They're not too impressed. Then. Lately, I've been hearing a lot of uh, scouts and some of these people that, you know, sports pundits, whatever you want to call them, some of these, you know, NFL Network guys, they're higher on J.J. McCarthy. Matter of fact, uh, whatever ranking or whatever, you know, board I just was looking at on ESPN, they had him as the 18th ranked prospect overall. I mean, I'm, I, don't, I don't think you would agree with that, but I, I think a lot of people what? see him. Yeah, there's a lot of people that see him more than a game manager. And you know who's, who one guy is? that a lot of people had had been a high on and they still are high on him, but I'm starting to see some people kind of dive into his tape and they're not blown away. That's Drake May. There's a lot of people that are actually coming out and saying they're not too impressed with him. But that's the thing, man. I mean, this 
it's all subjective, really. I mean, I get their breaking tape down, but everybody sees things differently. Some people aren't as impressed with guys' releases. And here's the thing, though. You still don't really know how anybody's necessarily going to translate. I mean, prime example, Brock Purdy. You know, he's Mr. Irrelevant. And here the guy is playing in the Super Bowl a couple years later, a few years later. You know what I mean? So I don't get caught up in all that. Honestly, it's fun for fans and people that, you know, are excited to see who their team's going to draft. But realistically, I just you, you never know. I mean, guys will be drafted high and don't don't really pan out exactly what you think. Some guys get drafted low or are not drafted at all. Matter of fact, I mean, and you can attest to this, too. In an NFL locker room, there's a lot more guys that are undrafted that are having success and are playing a lot longer than a lot of guys that are drafted in higher positions. If we're being <laughs> no, it's, I'm serious. You don't think so? I agree. Oh, I was about to say, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was different when you were there, but I know, you know, when I was in the league. I mean, just thinking about a lot of the guys on our team that were some of our better players. I mean, obviously, you know, you got guys like Luke Keekley, Brian Burns, those first rounders who are, you know, playing some really great football. But on the flip side, you got a lot of guys also that you know are going on year six, seven, eight that were undrafted um, that, that, that they still can play. They just didn't necessarily. I guess catch the eyes of GMs or whoever coming out of college. But anyway, I saw that to say, I mean, I, I enjoy watching the combine just because it's entertaining and to see these guys kind of as they develop, right? Um, and, and, and they work their way up, you know, to the draft, knowing how hard they've worked to get to that point. So that's always fun. But um, I, don't, I don't put too much stock into it uh, personally. But uh, we'll see, man. I, I do think this is an interesting draft class given, you know, the different quarterbacks, it, you know, Arguably is a loaded quarterback class. At least it looks like it on paper right now. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see where how everything falls. Well, I mean, listen. I mean, so much going to happen. You know, it's never going to work out the way you think. Right. I mean, just not going to do that. I mean, so there's going to be guys that wow people. There's going to be guys that's going to, you know, show out at their... Uh, Pro day, you know, the arm, and you know, we go back to a few years ago. Remember Bryce Young with that crazy throw? We saw Anthony Richardson, a guy, you know, when you think about JJ McCarthy, I kind of think about Anthony Richardson, who didn't really have a ton of starts in college, not even close to what JJ McCarthy had. You know, right. JJ McCarthy was a couple of years starter and played in some big games, and this year won the national championship, you know, where Anthony Richardson of Florida, now with the Indianapolis Colts, was a project. And so we take a team like Indianapolis, go, you know what? This dude's 6'4", he's 235, he got a rocket of an arm, he can run, he's big, he's strong, hasn't played so much, but he's raw, you know, but he has the tools, he has the footwork, he, he can do everything, right? And so you take a shot, and, you know, he became the starter, of course, got banged up, got hurt, missed some games, but that just goes to show you that sometimes a guy like a J.J. McCarthy, even though I'm not high on him, you know, a guy like that can get in the right offensive system and put players around him and become a very good football player. So yeah. that can happen. But um, but just think about, too, though. I mean, if you really look, I mean, I think that also is a testament just to show people how difficult it is to have success in the National Football League. I think a lot of people just get caught up and they think like, oh, guy, he was good in college or oh, they, they just, you know, does that make sense? Because just think about it. Like, think about the quarterbacks every year, right? There's always a board with five, six quarterbacks, top quarterbacks. 
and then they get in the league, and then you know what I mean? Like maybe only one, two of them end up being that that big time starter. Like it's I don't think people understand just how difficult it is. Plus everything that goes into it. I talked about it yesterday. Like the franchise you go to, the players around you, right? Your support system, all those things matter um, and can really dictate the trajectory of your career. Um, so like like again, like if you look at this class, I mean you see Drake May, Caleb Williams, you know, Jaden Daniels, JJ McCarthy. Uh, and the list goes on, realistically, maybe two of those guys might really blossom into, you know, big-time NFL starters. The rest are probably decent careers. Some guys be, end up being, you know, long-time backups, which is fine. It's all – everybody's path is different, but that's just kind of the way this thing goes. Um, but it's always entertaining to watch the process. It's just that's, – that's just the reason why I don't necessarily, you know, get – dive too deep in it. It's like, you know, oh, this guy's going to be the next whatever, right? And they start doing the comparisons. I don't think that helps either because you're mounting so much pressure on these guys and then it doesn't go, you know, exactly how they planned. And then it, it can completely crush a guy's confidence, especially at a quarterback position, man. We've seen it. I don't know if you saw uh, Johnny Manziel on uh, Club Shay Shay, you know, Shannon, Par- Shannon Sharp's podcast. Uh, but some really good stuff on them. And, you know, just listening to Johnny and, you know, his – you know, how his win and how he didn't have the support of his coaches and it just completely shot his confidence and it just went downhill. I mean, so many things that go into this stuff, man, that people don't get to see. So I thought that was cool. I don't know if you haven't seen that, you should probably should watch it, man. It's, it's definitely very entertaining. No, I watched, I watched Shay Shay. I mean, I, I watched clips of it, you know, what we started doing, a lot of our podcasts, you know, we, we cut the clips and we put them out there and people get a chance because you always told me when I was doing my sermon, you're like, you just need to do it shorter clips because people's attention span. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's hard. Yeah. But I get it now because, you know. Which we started that trend. Three, four minutes. <laughs> yeah, we started that, that trend here. And, uh, you know, people are doing it now all the time. But here's the thing. It's like uh, Shay Shay does that. So I watched uh, the one Johnny Menzel said about the Tide, how that kind of jump-started his career. And it's funny because you and I were it was a recruiting trip. We're at the game. Johnny Mazzell comes down to Tuscaloosa. And his career just just propelled after that ball game. I mean, Alabama's defense, Nick Saban, had no answer for Johnny uh, Mazzell that he day. He was on fire, man. He was amazing. And that's when Nick Saban, again, one of the best, excuse me, at making changes and saying, you know, this is how I like to play defense. I want to bloody people's nose. I want to play with big physical linebackers, but Denzel, uh, I forget, 25. Adrian Hubbard. Well, they had Adrian Hubbard, Xavier Dixon. Dixon um, they could not run yeah. a lick. I mean, and they couldn't keep up. And, and when he saw Johnny Menzel slice them like bread, he was like, I got to go find me dudes because things are changing. Teams are going to spread. Teams are going to tempo, hurry up. And now I got to find edge guys that can run. So I say all that because I did listen to I didn't listen to the whole thing because it was a couple of hours, but it is really, really good. I never saw the Netflix of Johnny Menzel, but I heard nothing but great things about it, how he's changed his life and off drugs and all the things like LeBron James when he went to Cleveland and how he let all these people down and, you know, just some good stuff. But, you know, you just don't know. And you said something very interesting earlier. You said teams are built off lower draft picks and free agents. Yep. And when you look at it, it is so true. That's why I've always said the best teams, like with Bill Belichick, when New England was at the top of their game, they drafted better than anybody. They brought in the right fits, the right pieces, because 
they didn't have a team of all-stars. You know, Tom Brady was a six-round pick like I was. You know, they did a thing when you're on the draft. I remember, you know, six-round gems, and it had my name and Tom Brady and Terrell uh, from Georgia, the running back. Um, you know, guys that who played all these years that teams picked up in the sixth round. You know, I went back one day and looked at my entire draft. Back we had 13 rounds, I believe. We had 13 rounds in the draft, Christian. And so that would have been like a fourth I'll, round pick in today's draft. Yeah. Technically speaking, like, yeah. like mid round, right? Yeah, third, fourth round. Yeah. Um, so, and I was projected to be a second round, but I had the knee surgery right after the season, after the All Star game. So I was, when I talk about a lot, like when we talk about Chris Braswell and Dallas Turner, you know, we talk about guys that played with their hand in the dirt, which is exactly what I did. I started playing up in Jolie Dunn, our defensive coordinator, uh, in the regular type of 3 4 in the fire ant defense. Joe Morrison, my head coach, dies in the spring. A new staff comes in. My last two years with this weird defense, similar to a 4 2 5, right? And they put me at the end. And so I played my hand in the dirt. So when it came to draft, which I've had great years, all conference both years, the whole night. But the thing is, the NFL was like, he's a tweener. We don't know if we can, he can play up. So when you had to do all those stand-up drills, I had to do the same thing. Because I was basically a 3-4 linebacker. And you had to prove that you can drop and, you know, bust to the flat, plant, you know, get back at the hook, things like that, turn and run, flip those hips, and run down the seam and cover tight ends or a number two slot receiver. You had to be able to do those types, types of things. So it was pretty cool. But... Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff to get into. I want to talk more about it. You mentioned Dallas Turney on yesterday. We'll look at what is his upside. Does he has a, have the best upside of anybody heading into his NFL combine? We'll talk about that. We'll look at more of the spring practice, this roster, what we need to expect coming up next week. We'll talk basketball. I think Nate Oates spoke to the media. We got some sound there. We'll hear from him as they get ready to tackle Oh, miss. That's all coming up right here on the Middle's Edge. Tide 100.9, 1230 AM, WTBC. It's the hump day. Let's get with it. Let's rock and roll. Table is set. This time is time to eat, eat, and eat. Back. 48831. That's 800 294 8831. What do you have to lose? Call 800 294 8831. Again, 800 294 8831. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Much cooler this afternoon. Cloudy and breezy, some rain at times. Temperatures falling through the 50s. For tonight, clearing with the low at 35. Tomorrow, partly sunny, the high 56. And Friday, cloudy, rain at times during the day, the high 57. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 62 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. WTBC. We are presented by the Good Feet Store. Folks, you know the drill. Any type of pain, foot pain, knee pain, back pain, hell, probably neck pain too somehow. If you got any of it, head on over to the Good Feet Store. Why the Good Feet Store, you ask? I'm telling you why. Those premium art sports are designed to eliminate and alleviate all types of pain, getting you in that proper balance, but make you feel better than ever. Trust me, if you don't believe me, head on over there. It's try before you buy. I've got nothing to lose. They're located in Midtown Village in Tuscaloosa, or you can always go to goodfeet.com to schedule an appointment and find the nearest location to you. Again, that's Goodfeet, 
improving the quality of people's lives two feet at a time. Real quick, I'm sure you, you saw or heard if you're on social media, but there's a, a show going on at the complex. Um, how they have that going on already before I even get to back to a former player about doing stuff, I don't know. Uh, that's another topic for another day. But um, they got that show going on over there the next round, and they're talking with the coordinators and, and head coach. And uh, one thing I, I heard um, that I thought was interesting was uh, they had Kane Womack on there, um, who Josh is supposed to get on our show at some point. I guess he's just taking his time. But um, he was oh, – I, I was just saying, I know a lot of people have, have reached out and asked for, for coordinators. I, you know, figured a former player may get a little bit ahead of everybody else, but yeah, they're well, a little hectic over there right now. Yeah, no, no, I, I get they're busy. No, it's, it's more so just the principle of – it's trust me. It's, it's, it's a long. It's a, I get trust. They are definitely packed. I understand that. But you would just think that somebody who's actually, you know, got their handprint there and stuff would, you know, be treated a little bit different. But anyway, um, with that being said, he had made a comment and, and about him meeting with Coach Saban this morning and just kind of basically laying out his defense, which is um, interesting. And that kind of, to me, I thought that was good because – um, he laid out his defense for Coach Saban and was able to ask questions how he would prepare for certain things. Um, and, and to me, that shows that that he's not just, you know, yeah, he has his defense, but he's willing to take the advice from someone like Coach Saban. And maybe we, we will see some nuances and some things that I, again, I, I know he's a coach and coordinator, but I'm just saying personally, I think that could be, you know, added to help, that they could implement at least, and it would help um, help them out, at least the the, the, the coverage philosophies. And then, Again, I told y'all just watching it, breaking it down. It's clearly a lot of cover three. And the, what was it, the coverage he used as an example? Cover three when he was breaking it down because that's their bread and butter. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And then I think they had Coach Sheridan on there. And it was kind of funny. I, I, they might have been joking with him. They asked him about some type of play or like four verts or whatever. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he really – I don't know. But they are like, well, you know, we're not X's and O's guys. But um, – yeah, that's why. So shout out. So coaches, just know if you you want to talk ball and not uh, just get glazed and talk about random stuff, you're more than welcome to come on here and talk some football. But anyway, I don't know if you saw that though. But I thought it was interesting. So maybe we can get them on and actually talk some football. I think that'd be uh, I think that'd be good. But it gave kind of another glimpse of kind of what to expect from from the coordinators, the coaches, and I, th- I thought it was good. Uh, but it makes me even more eager to kind of see these things uh, at practice, which is coming up next week. So. Um, I definitely will be out there, kind of get my eyes on and see how all that goes. But just thought I'd mention that because I thought it was interesting, kind of hearing what they had to say. Did we lose you? <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm just. <laughs> oh. I was reading. I was reading. I oh, was like no, Wyatt earlier. He was Wyatt was writing something, and we went a little long on the break. I was actually reading an article, but I was listening to you. I heard everything you said, and I second everything you said about. Uh, uh, over that, that that building, but that's uh, neither here nor there. We we as we roll on, as I said, Mama always told me, they show you who they are. Um, yeah, I, you know this this defense will be uh, be what it is, and uh, I, I think you know talking to Coach Saban, I think it's good for for Kane Womack. Uh, that group over there that was there today called Womack. His name is Womack. And we know that because the play-by-play guy from South Alabama told us I would have been calling Womack too, but it's Womack. It's like M-I-C-K, not Mac. Um, but this defense, 
I think, you know, when you got athletic players, you can kind of really do some different things. And one thing we, about the three-four, what made it so good, you didn't never you could never figure out where the pressure was coming from. It made it really difficult for a quarterback. And I think the same thing is is for the the four-two-five. And, and you know, we know that they have great athletes. We know that even those guys that are five-star edge players that haven't played, we know they can run, right? We know they're long. We know they got good hips. We've seen those things. And the defense really allowed them to utilize that, it, it can have the potential to be extremely good. So we'll talk more about that uh, coming up this defense of Kane Womack uh, as they get ready for spring practice. Again, I, I say what I say because it's spring practice. You only have 15 practices. Uh, at least on the field, you're not going to see a whole lot um, because you got to get down the basics of that defense first before you get all extravagant. So we'll talk about more of this defense, combine, wherever you want to go, 205-342-9904, Alabama basketball. Huge game. Huge game. They got a, It's a statement game for this program. I mean, I think it's that big. But we talk about that SEC basketball here on a hump day as we uh, rush around the SEC. We'll look at some of the other games and see if the Bama boys can hold on to first place in the SEC, SEC, excuse me. Tracker Bass Boats, powered by Mercury, for sale at the Lake Tuscaloosa Team Championship weigh-in this Saturday at Fast and Easy on Highway 69 South in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Talking a little bit of everything. Combines going on. Talking a little bit about that. Bama has 10 guys uh, at the Combine. And uh, we'll get to some more of those players. We talked about Chris Braswell a little bit on yesterday. What's his uh, projection looks like. Uh, and Christian, you brought up Dallas Turner, who I think is a dog. I mean, we go back to LSU. You know, Jane Daniels, remember that? Everybody's talking to Noah's about dirty and this, that. And Texas even jumped in on a conversation how Dallas Turner was dirty and, you know, knocking quarterbacks out and all that good stuff. <laughs> but the dude plays football the right way. Uh, let's talk about Dallas real quick because I think Dallas is that guy that gets in the 3-4 defense and becomes an all-pro. I think that's the type of outside he has. Mm. I think he's he's got the flexibility in his hips. I think he's long. And the thing I love more than anything, he brings fire, right? He brings that heat. He brings the things that need to be done on the football field. He plays it the right way with a nastiness, right? He's disciplined. Um, one of my favorite players last year on the defense, maybe besides Terry Arnold, the favorite, Love how he played, love his motor, love everything about him. He seems to be a very highly IQ football player that can get things done. And I think when you look at a guy like, like him, and you, you mentioned this, that he's going to test extremely well. You know, he's going to run a four five eight four six two in that range. You know, Maybe he's going to do the L drill uh, extremely fast. He's going to do all these things that's going to impress, I think, general managers and scouts. And... Uh, you know, growing up in that era with Nick Saban and his linebackers, 
understanding defense. And the thing, something that I don't like all the time, how they play with the edge guys, Christian, but one thing that... You don't like, basically, you're saying... You're talking about they have the 3-4 outside linebackers in our yeah. system sometimes are more defensive end. I think you might have muted yourself. Yeah, I don't know why it keeps doing that. But the thing is, how, how much do you hear? I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're good. I just heard you basically said the one thing you don't like about that in this defense or something like that. No, the one thing I like about Alabama's defense, even though some I have a negative approach with, with Nick Saban, you know, as far as the, the pass matching and all that stuff, right? The match defense. Mm -hmm. But their ability to play at the line of scrimmage is better than any linebacker slash edge guy in all of college football. You're talking about edge specifically? Because you you're talking about the whole how D line. they play, face and hands, right? You, you look at how they play, man, at the line of scrimmage. Very physical. Look at Chris Bradford. One of his best assets is his play at the line of scrimmage. Man, he jacks people up. He jacks tackles up. Mm. I mean, so one thing that and, and you can attest to this because you learn how to play that position and play the run extremely well, especially even on a 3-4, you're not on the tackle anymore. You know, you're out in a, a 7, which is an inside shade on the tight end, or 9, which is an outside shade on the tight end. And when they come out and try to hook you or, or cut you off, you're able to push and turn that whole thing. We're talking about pushing and turning, putting that body of that tight end in the gap, uh, you know, of the offense and, and keeping it outside arm free. I'm just saying, one of the great things about playing for Nick Saban at linebacker at the edge with your hand in the dirt, your ability to learn how to play the run. You know, we talked about off-tackle plays. The <laughs> you got team, to. Right? You know, rule, I mean, hell, they say you got to earn the right to rush. If you can't play the run here, you don't play at all. Right? Like, Coach Saban wasn't, wasn't four guys that are <laughs> pass rush specialists, right? Like, I mean, you had to be the complete player, and that's what you're describing, right? I mean, I look at... You said Chris Braswell and Dallas Turner. I mean, those guys, Will Anderson, right? I mean, Ryan Anderson. I mean, you just – Anthony, right? I mean, you have to you have to be able to play the run um, in order to play in the defense. So, so that is one thing about Alabama outside linebackers. You, you know, you're getting a physical guy, right? You know, might not always be the, the best pass rusher just because in this defense, they'd rather the Jack be able to stop the run than him to be some, you know what I mean, some elite pass rusher because they that's more important, right? As long as you can constrict the pocket and at least affect the quarterback, they, they would take that. Now, it slowly started to shift as it went on. We started getting a lot more athletic and guys that, you know, once it started, like you mentioned recruiting, you know, me, Rashawn, Terrell, right? Those guys that were a little more just true, like speed rushing type outside linebackers. But um, one thing I will say on, on the topic of Dallas, too, though, is he's similar to Will Anderson in the, in the aspect that he's still developing in terms of his pass rush arsenal and really his ability to rush. Now, he's really come along with it. But just like Will, he still has a lot of refining that he can do that's going to take his game to another level. And I'm not saying he's he's not where he should be at right now. What I'm getting at is that it's a compliment saying he's got so much that he could learn that's going to make him so much better. Uh, because what made him and Will uh, so interesting is that they're so productive by just being raw talents. They're They're very raw. They didn't use a plethora of moves. Now, Chris Braswell is a lot more technical. And if you watch any breakdown, you'll see this. Chris is a very technical rusher, right? And then Dallas is more, he's going to use his athleticism, his strength. He's going to get to the quarterback by any means. Once he starts learning kind of the hand combat, right, uh, that, that he'll, he'll learn as he gets to the next level, that's going to be, uh, you know, vital going against these tackles, these elite tackles. He's going to get even better. And so that's one thing I'm excited to see from him is him growing 
you know, his, his pass rush game plan, his, his pass rush move arsenal. Because, um, I mean, I've seen him work some nasty long arms. That's a huge move for him, right? Going speed to power, we've seen that. Him really just hitting the edge, you know, dipping and ripping, sometimes using the two-hand swipe, right? But the more he refines those things and starts getting into things like setting up, you know, that long arm and then throwing the free bird in there, right? Doing things that mixing it up, learning really how that chess match uh, goes, man, he's going to be he's going to be a dominant player. But I'm with you on that. I second everything about him that, you know, he's a physical dominant player, can stop the run, right, can drop uh, in coverage. You know, you've seen him in third down packages where he's playing basically the middle linebacker position. We saw that back in 2022. Um, they ran more of that in that Raptors package. He was kind of a stack backer. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for him. And, and Chris, too. Chris is just, like I said, Chris has more of that, that technical side to his pass rush. Um, and I think it will be interesting to see how he moves around um, in these drills because I know he's, you know, great at it. But like you said, they spend so much time with their hand in the dirt. It's probably something that they've really been working on. But we know that that's what they've been doing these last, you know, several weeks or last month and a half, however long it's been. They've been down there training, whether it's in Florida, you know, Texas, wherever they're at, getting prepared for this. But, no, I'm excited for, for, for both of those guys, man. I think they're both going to have uh, phenomenal careers. And I think bo- both of them have games that are going to translate great to the next level, like you said, and they get in that true 3-4 system. I think they'll both really thrive. I ain't no doubt. I mean, I think both of them are extremely <clears throat> gifted. Uh, both of them have a great upside. I mean, and here's the thing. With, you know, I kind of talked about this and hinted at this on yesterday, right? I talked about, you know, what happened to the desire just to get an opportunity. You know, we were talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. and some of these guys that's, you know, opting out of testing at the combine or throwing or whatever, you know. What happened to the desire just to want to get a chance. You know, what happened to those guys that, man, just like, you know, they said things, I want to get to the league, but where's that desire? Where's that motivation, right? And, what, what, you know, now we think you do enough in college or, or you know, from high school to college. I've done enough in high school. I don't got to do certain. I mean, it's like a lot of guys don't have that, right? And, and, and the thing is, these guys just want a chance. And, and really, you know, getting drafted high don't mean anything. I mean, how many times have we seen guys drafted the first round and cut in two years? I just saw like, uh, teams or just eat Matt Corral. Eat the money. Remember Matt Corral from Ole Miss? He was, you know, third yeah, round Ole pick Miss. for yeah. Panthers. He's Panthers. Uh, he's with the Birmingham Stallions right now. And I remember he he got weighed by Carolina. They drafted Bryce. Patriots picked him up, but then he didn't show up or whatever it was. But anyway, I'm just saying. I mean, he, so that, I mean, third round pick, man. He's you know with the Stallions. So, yeah, you're right. It doesn't really dictate anything. Except your your, your signing bonus. So he's with the Stallions of the UFL. Yeah, I was kind of shocked too. I, I I just was on Twitter and I was like, uh, you know, welcome Matt Corral, and he was out there practicing. I was like, damn, I thought he was just with the Patriots, but yeah, he's with the uh, he's with so the Stallions. I thought he could play though. I really thought he had a good upside. I thought he, he, he can. Uh, we, um, wow. Yeah. Mm. I think, but but you know, but you know how those leagues work now. I mean, it it'll probably. You know, really impressing the UFL and then get another shot. But I remember, I don't, did you like hear about kind of the situation? Like, he, he, the Patriots signed him, right? He got waived, they claimed him. And then it was like he, he was like there for like a day, then he kind of went AWOL. Like, he didn't show up to meetings yeah, or practice for some, a couple like, of days. Some, some, yeah, no, he might have had some stuff had, like, going some on. Issues. But, I, right, but that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I, then I think it just didn't really, 
go great when he was there in New England. And then after that, I don't think he got picked up. So I'm saying technically, I mean, if that went smooth, he might not be with the Stallions right now. But, yeah, he's with the Stallions right now. But, I mean, he's, he's good. He's back playing some ball. Yeah, then he'll probably play well and get picked back up. We'll see. He was a good we'll player, quick though. Time out with, yeah, he was a great player. Quick timeout. We'll come back in a moment. On the game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Wednesday edition of the game, we'll take your score predictions. We'll get your thoughts as we preview Alabama and Ole Miss. One day closer to spring practice, Aaron Torres breaks down college basketball, Alabama football, and more starting at 2 p.m. right here on the game. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in 31. That's 800-294-8831. What do you have to lose? Call 800-294-8831. Again, 800-294-8831. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Much cooler this afternoon. Cloudy and breezy, some rain at times. Temperatures falling through the 50s. For tonight, clearing with the low at 35. Tomorrow, partly sunny, the high 56. And Friday, cloudy, rain at times during the day, the high 57. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 62 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Corey Miller, the pastor of pain. Christian Miller White hanging out here with you. 205-342-9904. Been chatting. Let's chat with the people. That's what we do. Let's go out to the phone lines. It kicks us off first. Tommy from Romulus. Tommy, welcome in. Hey, guys. How are y'all today? Doing well, Doing well, man. Thank you. Hope you're doing good. I am, too. Um, Basketball is a big game tonight. Yes. And they don't need to look ahead toward Tennessee. Oh, game day coming here this weekend. Game day for the first time to cover Alabama basketball. You need to take care of Ole Miss. If you lose a Ole Miss, you're about going to ensure Tennessee will win the SEC. You need to stay focused on this game. And for heaven's sake, don't give up 100 points. Play defense. Do something better. Got to. I game Saturday. I was, as people, old people say, I was bum-puzzled because I didn't know what they were doing on defense. Mm. I mean, I was just confused. Like they seemed like they was out of place, and uh, Kentucky could shoot the long one, the mid range. Kentucky could do the row after the ten minute mark in the first half. The next thirty minutes, Kentucky seemed like they knew where they was going, and Alabama didn't. Plain and simple. I mean, wow. I mean. I hope that was plain and simple or not because I don't have no other answer for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm I mean, with you. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, me and my brother watching it, he said, 117 points. I'm like, yeah. Everybody said, but Alabama scored 95. I said, I got news for you folks. This is not the NBA. I mean. No, the All-Star I, game. That, that was like, yeah. <laughs> that was kind yeah. of an All-Star game. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing was, well, let me throw the ball up 15 feet in the air and you do a 360 slam dunk, you know, for the fans, you know. And I'm, I'm just sitting there looking at him like, well, there's the go to the ball. I guess it's going to go to the hoops. Oh, well, yeah, I did. went in. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't mm. want to be down there. I'm proud of this team because I didn't think they would have a chance this year. All the people that lost and the coaching staff changed it just to be. I'm not complaining about NATO, but something need to be done by defense. He had really held this team together and got a team that is competing for SEC title. But watching that game, Saturday, I'm worried about the Florida game, and I'm worried about the Tennessee game. And I feel like tonight can be a trap game. We don't bring. The, this, the, this game tonight scares me a lot and um, because we talked about being on the road and then you got you know the big bad wolf in Tennessee is just lingering right there this weekend with college game day. You know, you talk about distractions. You talk about all the things that's happening in Tuscaloosa here in the next couple of days. I mean, people wanting tickets to come in. Everything pulls at these athletes, and you hope that they'll be grounded enough to have their mind right to try to take care of business on tonight. But, but again, I don't. You know, I don't think Ole Miss is going to be a tournament team, but Ole Miss is a good basketball team. And I don't think you can just look over them and expect to show up there and win. I mean, look at Kentucky coming off the, the nice win against Bama. And then, you know, Mississippi State, they, I mean, these teams play hard. But I mean, the SEC is no joke, man. So I'm concerned about this game and the fact that they don't play defense and then we don't know. I know Wyatt said they expect Rice to play, which I think is a, is a great addition if he can. But... Um, this game right here, you know, we talk about the game day, but you got to take care of this one first. Yeah, I wish that kid get played, but I want him to be well and on a concussion protocol. I mean, his life and career is more important than one game. I know that sounds, you know, cliche, like oh, you take one game at a time. You know, you know, I'm just don't want to get ahead of myself, but you know. It just seemed like when he don't play, well, we had two players out. I'm like, no. And we played Saturday. We could have had 10 more plays that went that hell. It was just really terrible basketball. And two, and this yeah. week, t- tomorrow I get to go watch soft while it don't rain, so I'm happy. So. Well, was, I was going to say, I was going to tell you that the game of Jacksonville State has been postponed. Yeah, um, I knew it was. I just, I'm looking, yeah, yeah. Well, I figured it was. You've been watching James Spann and all the weather people in Alabama. I'm like, nah, I don't think they're going to play today. So. Nope, they will not play today. So um, the game against Ole Miss, Ole Miss is 19-8. and eight. Same record as Alabama. Shocking. <laughs> but um, that game's at the Pavilion course down there in Ole Miss. Good old hotty toddy. Uh, and it's not a game that, uh, if you know, you're into betting, Tommy. And Ole Miss is uh, plus 5.5. Uh, the under, the over-under. You know, when you talk about scoring the basketball, the over-under, 165.5. Wow, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Well, who ever thought they would score over 200 points Saturday in the game? I mean, you know. <laughs> right. I mean, I you mean know, you're talking about no defense. I mean, yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, listen, what they need to do. If I'm Nate Oates, I'm taking them hard hats and just throwing them out in a, in a bonfire. Until you learn how to play defense, you can't wear hard hats. Sorry. Exactly. And this this team defensively has been 
very, very underwhelming. We know they can score the basketball. We know their ability to shoot threes and get up and down the court. I mean, we understand what they can do offensively. We got that. They got dudes that can get double figures every night. They, 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 they up and down the bench. But, man, when you play in a good offensive team like Kentucky, who if they get it going, they're hard to stop, or you play in most teams or a lot of teams in the SEC, I don't want to say most, but, man, you have to be able to get critical stops, especially in tight games down the stretch. Those, those possessions become so crucial. And, and they just hadn't shown me on a consistent basis that they can be that type of team defensively or want to be. Listen, we play defense in football, and we can tell you talent's one thing, but defense is all based, is all based on want to. If you don't want to play defense, you're not going to play a good, a good defense. You have to want it. You have to, it has to be a desirable thing. And, and right now, I don't know if this Crimson Tide basketball team has a desirable, desirable expectation when you look at it to play in that hard hat type defense. Well, like when I played basketball, I didn't have a high, but when I played and got in, I wasn't going to be the shooting guard, okay? My job was get rebounds and stop that other person scoring. If I got a bucket, hey, great. Only reason I got a bucket, I fall and I played trash basketball. I scooped up everything that, that didn't have that ball, didn't ball. When I saw that ball, that ball was mine. It wasn't yours, it was mine. And I wasn't gonna let you get it. You know, that how you gotta play defense, I mean, in the other aspect of the game, so, hey. Well, Tommy, your job was a foul. Use every foul you got. <laughs> well, I never fouled out. And one time I got four <laughs> fouls, they looked at me like, you got four fouls? What did you do? I said, when he ran across, I got tired of him trying to hook me. And I, accidentally, this was a good day. When they wouldn't reveal it. I know I kind of accidentally tripped him. But nothing serious. Oh, God, that's funny. Yeah, but. That's good stuff, Tommy. All right, man. Good stuff, man. We appreciate break. you, brother. We got to hit this top of the hour break. All right, man. Y'all have a good day. Take you left, brother. There you go. My man, Tommy from Ramos. By the way, uh, Alabama's won three of the last four games. They're tied for first in standings. Uh, Ole Miss lost five of their last six games, and they're trying to stay in that conversation of the NCAA, that, that bubble tournament team. So Alabama, Ole Miss, it's going to be a good one. Go ahead, go to watch a lot of good games as we rush around the SEC on the flip side of this break. And we'll talk more about some of the games coming up uh, tonight as well and then this weekend. Digger, others that are on hold, 205-342-9904. Sit right there. We'll come right back to you after this timeout. This is the Mills Edge. We're on the tie 100.9, 1230 AM WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Don't miss out on this extra special celebration. For more information, log on to NorthportBunnyTrail.com. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Nick Cope. News in the NFL, potential number one pick Caleb Williams said he'll be excited to be drafted by the Bears or by whichever team drafts him if Chicago does decide to trade the pick. 
The Jets have given quarterback Zach Wilson permission to seek a trade. couple moves from the Chiefs today. Bleacher Report says they've placed the franchise tag on corner Legereus Sneed, which is valued at just over $19 million. And multiple reports say Kansas City is releasing receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling, clearing $12 million in cap space. The NFLPA released its team report cards, which assigns letter grades for various categories, including nutrition and facilities. The Dolphins rated first overall just ahead of the Vikings, while the Commanders graded last for the second straight year. And in college football, Kansas and coach Lance Leipold have agreed on an amended contract that runs through the 2029 season and is valued at more than $40 million. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Miller's Edge, tied 100.9, 1230 AM, WTBC. Corey Miller, Christian Miller, hanging out here with you, taking your phone calls, 205-342-9904. Don't forget that free download, the app, tied 100.9, and you can send your questions, comments, thoughts right there. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Digger been holding patiently. We appreciate him from Texas. Everything's Digger in Texas. What's up, Digger? Real quick, Tommy playing basketball, please. <laughs> what league would be in ball? <laughs> Come on, basketball, please. Don't That's so wrong. You don't even know what Tommy. Well, I mean, like it's true. Look, I can readily say, look, I'm in Texas, land of the Giants. I didn't stand a chance in basketball, please. Don't get started, Tommy. Come on. Oh, <laughs> poor Tommy. Dallas Turner. Are we sure this guy's worth a dime? Yes, sir. What? Oh, I forgot. They, they, I, Texas doesn't like Dallas. I forgot. Oh. Well, well, no, I'm just saying. I mean, come on. He's a cheap shot artist. You think he's going to pull that stunt in the NFL? They will go after his head if he pulls that stunt on a quarterback. I'm telling you. <laughs> you honestly think they're going to be able to? I'm telling you. I don't even know if this guy can stop the run. I'm not downgrading what? him or anything. I'm asking you point blank. Is he going to hold up yes. in the NFL? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. He's what? Great Who's going mean, to pick him? Is he a top 10 pick? He's going to be a I think he's, he's a first top rounder. 10, top fifteen. Yeah. Top ten. They got him projected top ten, top fifteen as the number one edge. And what I I don't buy those, but that's what they say. I'll so say let top me just tell I am I am who's gonna chart this favorite? guy, man. Who, who's your favorite NFL team? Dallas. Dallas. Well. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, he no um, he's no Parsons. He's no Michael Parsons. Come I on. mean, there's not many Michael Parsons. Nobody's saying no, that, no, but no. he's definitely a first-round talent. Michael Parsons. He's better than any edge Texas had. You guys had a decent interior line, but, I mean, I can't even name any edges that you guys had. So, I don't know. If, if, Digger, if you watch if you watch the tape, as a matter of fact, they're showing Dallas turn on ESPN right now. He's the ninth overall prospect wow. uh, on the board. But, yeah, I get it. I get it. Y'all don't like him for, you know, hurting y'all's quarterback or whatever it was, but... The guy who plays some football. Well, no, nah, he it was not just me. He did it a couple of times. 
well, personal I mean, fouls. He's like, <laughs> oh, no, that was a football move. <laughs> Come on. Look, I mean, it's, it's football, dude. Guy. Like, but you look, you got to think, though. Like the, people, Look, people either complaining that it's too soft nowadays, and then you got a guy's physical like Dallas, then people don't like it. Buddy, I'm telling you, those quarterbacks are sitting up. I'm not asking you to go pat them on the butt and say you're down, okay? But taking them out of the game, you ruined the game. Can we all agree that you pull a stunt like that against Patrick Mahomes and kick him out and get him knocked out of the game? Do you? think the NFL is going to have a connection fit about that? Well, fine is that. Oh, no. He, he's going to get trusted. I, and I said that when, when yeah. he got a couple penalties and we talked about it. Pre- I got to find in preseason for $27,000. He's going to get I got fined $27,000 <laughs> in the preseason, Digger. So trust me. That, that No, I, I listen. He's going to pay up if he in the NFL. And there are stuff that probably the, some of the hits that he made that didn't get called, which I think they're clean football hits. But in the NFL, you can't make those hits. So that is one thing he's probably going to have to be a little more aware of is how how he's hitting the quarterback. Because, I mean, we all know the league protects quarterbacks. I mean, if you just watch, I mean, they, they, that's their number one goal is to keep quarterbacks healthy. So Knock if them he, out of the game. Well, if you do that, you're gonna, you ain't going to get paid that now, week. Now, real, <laughs> real quick, let me ask you something. Do you all think this combine's worth a damn? Is it worth it no. all? Uh, I'm, I'm being dead serious. I, I think you need to be, be I'm glad you asked that question. It's a great question because I was saying yesterday, Digger, I think it's overvalued, right? I think that what matters more than anything is the big eye in the sky. I don't like all the, the crazy testing. I don't like all the crazy psychology things that they make you go through. I hate some of the questions that they ask you. You know, what do you think about this? And and it, it, it even crosses the line in politics, or you know, or this type of thing, or if someone in I hate all those things, right? One but I do point. like the fact when when they do on the field t- stuff, like when you do position drills, because I think you can find out a lot more that you may not see on tape that sometimes that can get masked, you know, by the guy's hips and his footwork. Real quick, Reuben Foster. What happened to Reuben Foster mm. on the combine? Y'all know that story? You know uh, that story? It's been a yeah. while. He Hold was, on. I do. Yeah, he, he goes. They're asking him to pee in a cup. Get in the line. Go pee in a cup. You're going to be tested, right? He tried to get out of the line, and then he <laughs> pulled that do you know who I am card in front of all of those people. Mm. You've got 32 NFL teams there. I'm like, what is going on here? And what happened there? He fell know. out of the first round, okay? It was red flag. No, he still was a first-round pick. He still was a first-round pick. First I, I, don't, I don't. It might not have just been that. I mean, look, man, they they they, go, they dig all the way back to middle school with, with some of the, the stuff they do in oh. terms of finding <laughs> things out. So, I mean, you know, maybe that, that caused some issues. Look, I mean, it, at the end of the day, he still got drafted in the first round. You look at a guy like, uh, what's the guy from the Eagles, Georgia defensive lineman, everybody was talking about him. Oh, you know, he's not a great teammate. Oh, he's itching the locker room. Well, the Eagles said, screw it. You know, we're going to draft him because, you know, we don't think it's as bad as what they're saying. The teammates right. aren't saying that. Then he goes to Philadelphia, and he – Honestly, was damn near going to be defensive rookie of the year until the end of the end of the year. They ended up kind of shifting it towards Will Anderson. But yeah, I mean, 
You, you know, you can't buy into so much stuff like that. Ruben, listen, Ruben's, Ruben's the, one of the best players I ever played with, man. And it just, unfortunately, you know, injuries and some other stuff kind of, kind of, you know, knocked uh-huh. his career out, you know, out of source. But he's a he's a hell of a football player and he's a great teammate. <laughs> you got to admit that was a knucklehead move. You should have just kept yourself quiet. If you get busted, they would have taken a chance on you. Okay, but acting out like that, I'm telling you, everybody's like. Golly, man, man, why did you do that? You're on an interview process when you're out there. Yeah, you definitely so. want to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you are. I mean, there's eyes on you all the time when you're there. You're not wrong about that. <laughs> now listen, uh, if it was me, I'll let you if go it was me, I'll just tell them I smoke weed. Just tell them up front. <laughs> well, it's different. Hey, I mean, I nowadays, it's all I legal. smoke weed. <laughs> it's pretty much legal now, so it's, you know, different. But, I mean, there's still. Hey, look, here's the thing. If we're being honest, guys in the league, they all smoke. I'm not saying everybody does, but if guys want to smoke, they smoke. I mean, it's not rocket science how to get around it. They test you fall camp, right? You have to pass that test. And then they pretty much don't – they they randomly can test you the offseason. Then after you get that one – I forgot what, like, you know, what they call it or which test it is. After you get that – we all know in the NFL, and I didn't do drugs or smoke, but I'm just saying it's like a, a known thing. Once you get that one main test during training camp, you're good to the offseason. So guys smoke the whole season. Like, I mean, it's not. Now, now, you can get popped for, like, because they have, that's what it is. I think they do two separate tests. One is for, like, you know, marijuana, that type of stuff. But the other is, like, performance. Like, they can hit you with the, the performance tests whenever, right? That's what you hear about. Guys that have a big game. They're like, oh, why are they testing me? But, like, stuff like marijuana stuff, I mean, they, they test you initially during camp, and then you're pretty much clear for the season. So, guys, they don't, I don't think they really care too much about it. I mean, right? You know, I think... They're mature enough to know. I mean, half these guys are pretty much doing it anyways. You know what I mean? So. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> you know, I, I got a lot of friends. Was it, wait, and, was it was it different? You know, was it different for when y'all? Like, how many times did they test y'all? Like, was that a, was that a thing? Because you were telling stories man, about mean, some of your you, teammates that were doing something random. Like you do the you do the one big test, right? Right. And then after that, everything is random. Like, you become random. So and it's marijuana, it's uh, sports enhancement drugs, it's, right. you know, all that. So so the thing would be, you know, it's like you p- playing Russian roulette, right? You get the, the, the off-season, pre-season testing, everybody has to go through it, a training camp, peeing in the cup, you know. I, I just... <laughs> I just, it just... If you'd heard some of the things these dudes were saying about the P-man... And I, I would want a job and be called a <laughs> P-man. And the P-man has to sit there in the stalls with his doors wide open. Yeah. And they have to be able to see you, not just your body, but everything that exists on the body so that your P is projecting in the little cup. Right. And he sits there and he watches. And, well, you uh, should see, I wish you could see Wyatt's face right now. I mean, Wyatt looks disgusted, but Wyatt... That's what you have to go through. Alabama yeah, has a P I mean, guy. It's, like, it's the same guy. He sits there and like same P you know, guy talking for years. to you. Like, like having a conversation while you sitting there peeing. Ah, well, I don't want to have no cut. I, I, I stopped the conversation. I mean, I would talk to him while I was in line. Brother, I mean, but listen, I ain't, and when I'm doing guys, my test, I'm doing my test. <laughs> my guys back in the day, my guys back in the day, we had people that would switch out. Guys would pee in a little, have a little thing in their pocket or stuck down in their pants and, and, you know, 
try to close the door or act like they close the door real quick and pour pee. I mean, there was so much stuff happening because guys were doing stuff. I mean, we, there was guys doing hard drugs, not just marijuana. I'm talking about hard drugs. I mean, I played with a guy that, I mean, I used to have to wake him up to get on the field. I think his name was Lawrence Taylor. Well, it's not, it's not funny. I mean, it's not laughing. No, I mean, I'm just telling you, it's like Lawrence was the guy that you knew when he's, he was on and you knew when he was off. Mm. He'll tell you that. I mean, so, uh, so I played in an era, you know, where players would light up a cigarette on the back of the plane when you know you can smoke on the plane. On the plane? I mean, <laughs> yeah. On traveling trips. So, I mean, you know, Phil Sims. I mean, he loved his, whatever, Salem, Newports, and the, the stewards would have his cigarettes to make sure she went and bought them while we <laughs> was out on our way trip. You know, I mean, you, so all, you, every, everything was different. You know who, who told us some crazy stories? Is Daryl Strawberry. He came and spoke to the yeah, team. He's good. Yeah, baseball player. Yeah, oh yeah, man. He came and spoke to the team when I was in college. Kid you not. Stuff stuff that he was saying that they used to be doing, like in the dugouts and in the clubhouse. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, yeah. whoa, man. I do he was. I mean, we get back from the weight trips. <laughs> now, this is the funny thing. I know we gotta go to break, Wyatt. I wanna I take a picture of Wyatt face when your teammate owns a strip bar, right? But wait, <laughs> so, the teammate owned one? Your team- yeah, so when you have a teammate wow. coming back from San Francisco, Seattle, anywhere on the West Coast, we get back, you know, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Well, everybody's at the teammate shut down, no public, just us, with with, with the, all the girls. And that's before I was saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. And I was just on this, not now, guys. But these kind of things happen. <laughs> I mean, because LT owned a strip club called the Naval Base. And um, I mean, and there'll be coaches up in there too. I mean, <laughs> man, come on, man. Ain't no damn coaches in there. Brothers, throwing the game money. has come changed. On, the game has changed. Yeah, y'all you know, y'all are lucky there weren't no damn social media back then. No, we could not. No, no, we couldn't do that. Oh, y'all, no, no. goodness no. gracious. Anyway, we got to have a break. Mm. Appreciate the phone call, Digger. Dallas Stink, by the way. The most fraudulent <laughs> team in the National Football League. America's <laughs> team. Yeah, they ain't won a championship since 1995. They stink, Digger. Stink. <laughs> All right, we're going to get a break. We'll be back. More well, the coming up next on the top. Triton and Tracker Bass Boats, powered by Mercury, for sale at the Lake Tuscaloosa Team Championship weigh-in this Saturday at Fast and Easy on Highway 69 South in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Much cooler this afternoon. Cloudy and breezy, some rain at times. Temperatures falling through the 50s. For tonight, clearing with the low at 35. Tomorrow, partly sunny, the high 56. And Friday, cloudy, rain at times during the day, the high 57. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 57 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. See the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Wacky Wednesday. I don't even know why I got into storytelling. <laughs> you having flashbacks? <laughs> wow, that's some good. You had some booty pop up, up in your head after that. Oh, <laughs> uh, so there you go talking that nonsense. It ain't nonsense. It's true. You you missed to keep it real. 
I'm just keeping it real. I mean, you saved now. But, I mean, it's all right. right. I mean, that, what, what, that, right, that kind of stuff is so nasty. Well, oh, it's so nasty. So he can't take it now. But he, <laughs> back in the day, he's sure having a good time, though. And you look like he was in the club, but that stuff's nasty. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Why? So now, <laughs> now but it's nasty now. <laughs> But they damn sure had a good time at the naval base back then. Uh, I'm saying, look, I'm just saying. I mean, I don't look. I'll be honest. No, with you, I keep it real. That's entertainment to I have a teammate to have a, have a place like that. Look, I'm not. I'm not saying you know. I suppose, but I'm just, y'all are young in the league. That's guys like that do that kind of well, stuff. Y'all got Ain't a bunch no shame of money in it. And you're foolish, right? When I like, I'm preaching Saturday in Florence, South Carolina, down to the beach, coast of South Carolina, <laughs> in my men's group. But I tell them the truth about these types of stories because they want to hear some stories, right? You know, like what things was like. So I tell them, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, y'all don't even have an idea. I mean, this is <laughs> this is absolutely ludicrous. I mean, um, you can't even yeah, fathom remember, that, that they were living like now, that. I remember coming out of Giant Stadium, East Rutherford, right? Me and your mom and CJ was a little baby, your big brother. And this, there's about two girls. I mean, and Jersey girls can be Jersey girls. I don't know if y'all watch the Housewives or Jerk, whatever they call them shows, but they can be Jersey girls mm. and crazy. And come up, the girl just almost just literally pull a, her top set out, not all the way, and wants me to sign them with a Sharpie. I'm like, <laughs> are, you, are you kidding me? What's wrong with you people? Like, I mean, these are the things that people would do that and these are things that you have to be on your game. I mean, that's why today when I share with these men, like I tell them the truth about these things because I wasn't always perfect. Yeah, I mean, you, I went to those places. I've seen all of that, and I probably sent a couple of them to college. At least pay pay for one or two years. Of <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I mean, I probably did. And oh, I'm ashamed man. to say that, but but uh, but it made me a better person today. I'm just saying, but these things happen, and I'm sure they, they're happening even worse, in my opinion, now. With, uh, I mean, I'm at, I'll be honest, at probably not. Athletes doing, they're no. doing some foolish stuff. They're no. doing it in college. No. I, I, I would not come on campus down in Tuscaloosa. I see what's going on. No, but, but, but I mean, see, the difference is we have social media nowadays and camera phones. You know, like, look, man. Yeah. So so I, I'd, I'd argue that it's, it's a lot less, probably, right? Because you can't you can't do anything and, and get away with it nowadays. Y'all were back then. There were no camera phones. There was no social media, right? Y'all had those big those. If y'all even had cell phones, no, hell, get, you had that big old antenna. I was in the league. That's what I'm saying. No, See, I what, gotta, it, when I the one you had later problem. in the league was that that big old brick <laughs> that you had to pull that antenna for, uh, up from. So I remember seeing one of those, and I, I was like, bag phone. Yeah, I had a bag phone. I had beepers. I had first deal here. <laughs> and yeah, we had beepers. And, um, Somebody's going to beep. You caught up somebody's beeping. Call my homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, as we digress, let's get this thing back on the tracks. 205-342-9904. You know, in the hood where I grew up, they said, to be the boss, you got to pay the cost. Mm. Bama boss man, you're up next here on the Middle's Edge. Welcome in. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going, man. How are you? Man, <laughs> it's crazy. All I be trying to do is mind my business. About this time of day, I be cooking me some dinner and stuff, and 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 and, and it don't never fail. Somebody come on there, just they just they just push in the night. Oh Lord! Now, if I'm mistaken, <laughs> tell me, I'm, tell me, I'm mistaken. You and your dad both played professional football, right? That's correct. That's correct. So. Nigger from Texas know more about what's my qualified to play than you do. <laughs> you know, you, you know, I, I just 
I just let people kind of have their fun. Uh, boss man, I just let them do their thing, man. That, but yeah, th- technically, that's he was trying to tell us what uh, Dallas Turner <laughs> would project. But yeah, gotta let him have it okay. sometimes. <laughs> right. and, and not to mention, yeah. and not to mention, that he plays the same position that we both played. <laughs> so. Oh, absolutely. And what's right. crazy is that, that, like people just when they bring stuff up, like guy like Ruben, what they fail to realize is, and, and I don't, they, I understand they're, they're on the outside, they just read stuff they don't know. But I'm telling you right now, that dude was one of the nicest teammates I've had. Now, obviously, you know, he, he did, you know, have his stuff here and there. But but I'm telling you, man, that dude has a smile that can light up the room. Everybody loves Ruben. Great guy. Great energy. Right. Like you yeah. said, you're young. You get caught up. But I'm like, that's the thing, though. They just go off. Oh, well, he's at the combine. I'm like, dude, man, everybody's fed up at the combine. They, man, I, I about went off on some people because they kept asking me to do MRI up MRI, like, bro, it's stressful. So, like, stuff happens, but that's just how it is, man. People just go off of what they hear and don't care to get to know somebody. Okay, but even with that, so, okay, people make mistakes and they move on, but clean up your own yard. Yep. I love his head coach. He's a great offensive play caller. Oh, Star- oh <laughs> Sarkeesian? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do, it- I gotta, do I got to say it? <laughs> Right, there's no need to bring up everybody's skeletons, right? I mean, everybody's got them. So, how can you know what I'm saying? So, come on. Do they have any talk shows in Texas or Texas football? I'm I'm starting to wonder, right? I mean, they got all that damn money. I mean, do they not have enough for a station? Old money, baby. They got plenty of old money. He calls on every show every day talking about (laughs) on Alabama Station. Do y'all have a, do y'all football in Texas at all? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, I think everything's bigger there, too. I'm a boss man. They, they are irrelevant. I mean, he's a Cowboys fan. I mean, this is, it's like I said this about uh, Clemson fan base. I mean, they're unrealistic, man. They, they're America's team, but yet this has been since 1995. You can't call yourself America's team. Okay. Who, who would mean, you say is America's team now? Then? The, I played against the great Dallas football teams in the early nineties when they were winning the Super Bowl. They were magnificent, bro. Who would you? But who they hadn't been anywhere close to that. Who would you say America's team is now? If you had to pick one, Kansas NFL or college? NFL. It's got to be the Chiefs. Yeah. They got to be the Chiefs. Yeah. And uh, one more thing before I go to, I got to get this out. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> 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 I got a best friend I was in the military with. We've been knowing each other over 40 years. Thank you for the service, and be- yeah. yeah. And before, two years ago, I didn't even know he watched college football. Georgia won two years straight. <laughs> and it got to a point where I had this, I couldn't even watch a game on TV without him calling me talking trash. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I didn't know you watched football. Man, that's funny you say that. I got family that uh same thing. I mean, they're, they're from the state of Georgia. And I, I swear, whole time I've known them growing up, they hardly even talked about the University of Georgia. Last few years, they got Georgia flags, pictures, uh, profile pictures on social media. I'm like, dude, you didn't even watch college football. And all of a sudden, you're the biggest Georgia fan. Like, what is this? And that's why I, that's why I tell you, I mean, I don't get it twisted. I don't like all the fans. But the worst fans in college football 
to me are the Georgia Bulldog fans. Really? Because you didn't hear nothing. They, they, and even once you add it up and, distri- and however you want to do it, you're still 2 and 40. You won two <laughs> championships in 40 years. You know what I'm saying? You're still yeah. 1 and 5 against Alabama. Yeah. I, no matter how you look at it, but you would think they don't beat us every time they played us, that they don't won 35 national championship. Curry's unanimous best coach in the world of football. And I mean, it's just, it's just on and on and on and on. But like I said, it is what it is, and it's what it is on the field. On the field, you're two and 40 years, and you're one and five <laughs> against Alabama. And the last, every God. game that you've lost in the last two or three years has been against Alabama. I mean, that's a fair that, point. Those are, those are facts. They ain't fair. Those are just they facts. Got, they, Yeah, those facts. Georgia's the standard of college football. They may be the standard, but they ain't the standard for the last two years. They're not the standard of college football. But for the last two years, they have been. But as far as the standard of college football, if you're two and 40, you're not a dynasty. Hmm. If you want to five championships, you're not a dynasty. Amen. So, Auburn has Amen. won two national championships. Georgia, Auburn has won two national championships in the last 40 years. LSU has won two. Clemson has won two. Ohio State, uh, UCLA. I mean, USC. They don't call themselves dynasties. Georgia fans call themselves dynasties, and they two and forty years. I mean, when you word it like that, I mean that is kind of you got a point. I didn't really think of it like that. No, the facts, man. You got the As far as the digger in Texas, you know how long it's been since they won one. You, uh, so ooh, then, I don't, know why how, you I, I don't even know. Like I, I generally don't know. When 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 I'm when uh, what you call the quarterback? I forget his name Vince right Young. now. The guy that uh, oh, was it Vince Young? Vince Young. Last time they won a national championship. Mm. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So I, I drew a blank. I, I genuinely forgot. But yeah, no, that, okay. Do you remember him standing I, on I, the sideline? Yeah, what you yeah. about two three years old? Uh, uh he might have been born yet. <laughs> I was born in 96, so 96. Yeah, nah, yeah that was uh, probably early 2000s, yeah, right? years old. But you want to come on an Alabama radio station every day, all day, and try to trash <laughs> our program when your program is trash. <laughs> well, it's going to be some good, good ones coming up, Texas. Uh, would you, would you, you pick them to, to maybe win the SEC? I picked them to win the SEC because... The schedule is so soft. They got the a schedule. Is, is, is exactly. Like, the schedule State is like what George was last year. If, and so I, I, I like what they got to do. It's by comparable to the one George had the last two years. To be actually yeah, the last two years, probably. That's true. Yeah. yeah so, last I mean, and Bama would, uh, you know, Bama having to kind of hit the restart. So, uh, you know, and their schedule is very difficult. So I look at Georgia again and Texas. For the SEC championship, that would be my early pick, but that could change. I mean, that could change for sure. But my boss, man, we gotta hit a break. The music's playing, brother. We thank you again for the great service and yeah, boy, man. I, and the I, 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 and the I banter. Gotta come here a couple days, and man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, man, but wow, it, it, I be, man, y'all be, y'all be turning me on, God, <laughs> <laughs> hey, right, we, we love, we love when you call, right. so that's a good thing, man. Appreciate you, yes, man. sir. I, I know stuff. y'all don't want to be rude. I know y'all don't want to be rude to people. Everybody needs to get their opinion in. But get, get them on push back, man, when they're trying to hit on the home team like that, man. That's right. That's Come right. We'll give it to them. They ain't got no problem talking about it, but we can talk about them. <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> oh, you know I don't care. <laughs> no, I definitely give it to sure. them. Bro.
And next, I get and next, time a Georgia fan call, next time a Georgia fan calls in talking about how dominant they are, let them know that they two and forty years and one and five. And they'll take care of everything. You got it. <laughs> All right, man, my boss, man. Roll tide. Roll tide, man. Roll tide. All right. All right, quick timeout. We come back. You got it, Greg Christian. I was just gonna say, uh if if anybody's going to the game this weekend, I know I'm jumping ahead. We got a basketball game tonight. But make sure you go stop by Alumni Hall. Got to go get your officially licensed Alabama gear in time for the big game this weekend and all the other sporting events. So make sure you go hit up the hat wall. Go find you a nice hoodie, jacket, polo, you name it. They got it right there in Alabama. Uh, at Not at Alabama, at Alumni Hall in Alabama. In Tuscaloosa, Alabama, that is. It's, a, but it's Alabama, yeah. It is Alabama, that counts. Midtown Village. That's right, Midtown Village and Tuscaloosa Alumni Hall. And remember, if you're not local, don't worry. You can always go to alumnihall.com where the Ultimate Crimson Tide fan shop. Again, Alumni Hall. Alumni Hall with Ultimate Crimson Tide Fan Job. All right, let's take a quick timeout, get back to the phone lines. We come back. KJ. High quality ingredients. We want to say, that sounds great. We've been doing that since 1974. Under the biggest cactus in town, Taco Casa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Appreciate my man, Bama Boss. Man, good stuff from him. Two and 42 or two and 40? What do you say? Two and 38. He said two and 40 and one and five against Alabama. Yeah, they haven't done too well against Bama, but they come to Bama uh, this year. Should be a good game. I know that's one that Kayla and the Bull will be jacked up and ready to go. They got some easy games. Western Kentucky to start the season should be a blowout. Um, I circled that Wisconsin game. I think that game is going to be a difficult one. Um, even though Bama's got more talent, we know that. Um, but going on the road that early with a new football team uh, always seems to be a difficult one. So uh, that's going to be one uh, that's going to test um, the waters of the tide early on in the season. Uh, 205-342-9904. One second, we'll get to the phones again. Real question. I just saw you text Wyatt, uh, or tweet, not text, X. Um, who is this round, uh, this radio station that's at Bama today? Because you told me too, I thought. But um, <laughs> are they like national next people? Or are they next round? I saw, I saw Wyatt at the... Uh, had a X to bottom. Is there like a national show or who, who this are these? Birmingham is they're based I in Birmingham. I think they're based out of Birmingham, but they've done you know multiple interviews and stuff like that with with coaches before. I believe they had uh, so they had Milrow on throughout the season. Had an NIL deal with Terry and Arnold and, and Tyler Booker. So they've they've they pay, had some they pay a lot of money to get yeah. like players and stuff. But they're they're like a podcast show that's on YouTube anyway. Yeah, that, that's that's who was. Oh, on. so they 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 do NIL deals, and I'm sure that's why. You know they get the kind of access to go to the Mount Moore and do radio shows. Right, right. That's, and let, let me let me go back again. On. I ain't want to come off like I was being different though, because Nick Saban would have not never allowed that. But I'm just saying, I, I, wanted, I thought that they must have some. I thought they would have had some kind of um, media deal with 
NIL or through NIL. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's well, I, I know Aaron Suttles does yeah. a show with them on their thing. But and I, I want to go back. I, I didn't mean to come off rude or anything. I'm just, I guess it's just I'm like, man, I, I know how, how great of a connection it, it could be. And it, it should, it will be once we get going. It's just I'm like, gosh, man, it, we, we like, you know, I just, I think it's just I look at it. I try to be so respectful of the privacy and stuff and not really, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, bro, I just feel like the least they could just help, help a former guy out. You know what I'm saying? Get those guys on our show. You know what I'm saying? Like, take care of your people first, bro. Like, that's all it is, bro. I love Josh. Love all those people. Just come on, man. Begging. Take man. Hell, I ain't begging nobody. <laughs> I'll do this show by my damn self and, and, and talk about it before I beg anybody. I, for, hold on now. Don't get, st- stop playing for you. Get me. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Don't don't get me fired. Let's go to KJ. Come on, we need that. We need. To, I know you were. I know. Let's go Listen, to KJ. Before I, I say something. I, I, just, well, I was just wondering who they were because I didn't think they had like a regular station. That's why I was wondering. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's, hey, it's, it's YouTube. What's up, KJ? Christmas. Yo, you got to drop your daddy like Beyonce had to drop her that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do kidding. that. He's I'm, in the driver's seat. I'm totally man. joking. I'm totally nah, joking. Nah, uh, nah. Y'all have an amazing dynamic, man. <laughs> And UA, UA Athletics, y'all got to tighten up, man. It's Black History Month. Yeah, even though yes, Christmas come on, on February, <laughs> KJ. That's what I'm. Hey, KJ, thank you. It's February. What are they doing? What are they? What are they thinking, KJ? Come on, KJ. They trust what I might. Come on, man. Look, I, man. See, now uh, you just added you added more fuel to my fire. Don't KJ. Don't don't do yeah, don't, yeah, don't yeah, hold do on, that, KJ. Don't I'm, fire him. You don't say nothing. You yeah, say be nothing. quiet. You say quiet. <laughs> that now, might you know, be the I've reason. Been, I, ain't said a word. <laughs> I haven't said a word. I let Christian say all of this. I've been very very polite because yeah. if yeah, it you've was been me, good today. He has been good. Because I don't. I mean, I'm like this. I don't give a darn. <laughs> listen, I don't need I don't need you to tell me about the game. I, I got enough. I got enough to talk, see what I, with my own eyes. But, that, but that, that's why you I, already I, paid, huh? Yeah. Facts, but that's why I think I might like. Yeah. I'm, and so again, no, I'm no, no. Here, let, let me say this. Go I'll go be go very go. nice. I won't say nothing. If and I've been muted yourself. You're getting a little passionate. Unmute. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> hey, that's how you know, KJ. So his hands are working now. My whole point with it. If I'm, if I'm. If I was there, and Christian, no, I would. I'd tell Greg Byrne, whomever. It's like there's certain things. If 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 one of you, forget said player goes to you weeks before they come on on the air and went to station before you know that your request has been in before people, right? And when you say certain things and don't do it, then you need to be held accountable. That's just the bottom line. And and so that's my thing. I mean. I'd rather for you to look me in the face and just say no, not me, because I didn't ask. But don't tell me when something is weeks before, right? Even with the, well, and, they, and they, might, have, they might have asked, happening. but and here's the thing. They could have asked a long time. But, but my, my thing I'm is saying. I intentionally wait Period. to ask because I'm not trying to – I know people are busy. Now, he's been good about it, but, but, yeah. but I'm not. I tell him flat up, don't be so good about it. Hold him accountable. you one of the best <laughs> good all-around athletes to come to this university. That, and, like, why That's wouldn't fact. you? I mean, that so – that's just all I'm saying. It, it helps your program. I mean, well, and that's you know, what I, not, I think. That's what bothers. That's all I'm saying. I just I know. I just know how beneficial it could be because we actually can talk X's and O's. Like, I'm not, I'm not disrespecting anybody, but th- th- these coaches, when they do media, like Coach Saban, if you haven't noticed, he likes when he can talk to people and they're they're talking X's and O's. They don't want to talk and people are just glazing them the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. that's why I'm like. And Saban mentioned that too. Yeah, in fact, that yeah. Too, well. it, like, yo, that's why I didn't have. Everyone was saying that Saban was mean to media. He wasn't mean to me. He just no, he just didn't respect them. 
how things was going to turn out, like how it's going to be. Like, uh, perfect example, the now the media access, right? Like, let's see how many rumors come up because of this and <laughs> how many unnecessary stories start happening. And that's what Saban wanted to kind of like, especially in this generation, yep. like, yo, let's cut this off right now so that way we don't have to deal with it. That's exactly yep. right. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, we'll, reason- we'll get it going. I just will be giving them a hard time just because, like, I'm just like, man, I just know, I I know it could be so beneficial, and it will be. Like I said, you just gotta be patient, but it's all good. But go the ahead. The reason I called, though, the reason I called, I'm actually in Turks now. Yeah, go ahead. I'm actually in Turks now. The reason why I called, I called about your story, man, about the you know L- the, the 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 clubs that you had back then of the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, only you, only you. Kind of wanted to kind of know KJ was going to call in when we started talking about the club. Come on, KJ. And I'm in, I'm in Perks too. I'm in Perks too. We are, we are in Perks with the pieces, and I literally came. I was like, wait a minute, man, let's hear this. One. I want to hear it. <laughs> hey, they, they probably got some good stuff. Man, stories. I can't do that. I got you, you have to call me no, off but, the record, bro. You had to, you had to hit. Kristen, Kristen, and to your point, I think it's way more. I think now it's worse, honestly. Really? From back in the day, I think it's worse now because everything's so accessible now, right? Like we were talking about it last night. We were talking about how these college kids are getting all these money, the money now, right? Right. What's to stop like a a, 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 who knows a girl that's looking for one of those women that are looking for celebrity type guy or men with money? Now they're going to be now predators to college kids. Because they know that they're easier. Mm. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm sure some of them are. Look, especially the girls nowadays, man, they do their research. They go on the rosters. They look for guys. And they start. I mean, girls are DMing oh, guys. Yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Isn't Shadur Sanders dating? Uh, gosh, who is he dating? He's dating. A lady, a lady that's been with several people, yeah. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's dating like a high-profile <laughs> la- a woman who's a lot older than him, I think. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's already started, people. KJ. Yeah. They better watch out. You know, you know, and Dion had uh, what's her name, uh, Brittany Renner. He had her come speak she to his team. Either, uh, she's dangerous, boy. Be out there that was not a smart move. <laughs> but Dion had her come speak to the team about that. How you know, girls, you know, going after guys isn't that. But I guess his son ain't paid too close of attention when she spoke to him in that team. Well, they all get these IG models, right? Deshaun Watson. I mean, he's. He, the girl's birthday. Well, hold on now. His girl held him down. His girl held him down. Hey, D. Watson's girl held him down through all that. Remember? Because hold on now. He went, you know, all the allegations and stuff. His girlfriend stayed solid. So that might be a little bit different. But these other ones, that you're not wouldn't wrong. Wouldn't you stay solid, too? If you, wouldn't you stay solid? His whole contract was guaranteed. I would stay solid, too. <laughs> uh, that's, I would stay okay. solid, too. You got a point there. Where you going to go? Uh... I mean, you, you do have a Yo, point this, there. This, KJ is right. This game, these kids got, I mean, think about it. College kids got six figures in their pockets, bro. I mean, I'm concerned. I'm telling you. I'm concerned about I'm the in college Turks, game. We're in Turks right doing. now. CJ Scrawled and everyone just left. We are in Turks right now. These girls are after these college kids. I can attest to that. Like, I was around. I know they're after these college kids. Oh, no, no. They got three pieces. You got three pieces. You don't have no NIL deal. Hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm blessed, man. I got friends, and then I also got my little business. So, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. God is good. God is he great. He said he blessed. God is great. This dude. God has smiled on me. This dude is wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. KJ, you wild. Y'all have a good one, man. I, had, I couldn't mess up my routine, man. I had to no, you guys no, yeah, out. Even in church, I'm going to listen to you guys. That's right, man. We appreciate you, brother. We'll talk good again stuff. soon. 
Oh my God. Yes, sir. Did he just say he's blessed? Yeah, God I mean, has been good. He valued, God has smiled on him. Yeah, well, he, he values his women. Everybody, some people value yeah, that's, cars. That's some simple, people value... I'm going to have to remind you the truth, brother. Sin. Not sin to have, you know, acquaintances, but you know what I'm talking about. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful. Got to hit a break. Be back. Your best bet for big wins is just minutes away at Birmingham Racecourse Casino, where you can be a winner, too. Off I-459, exit 31, Derby Parkway. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Much cooler this afternoon. Cloudy and breezy, some rain at times. Temperatures falling through the 50s. For tonight, clearing with the low at 35. Tomorrow, partly sunny, the high 56. And Friday, cloudy, rain at times during the day, the high 57. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 56 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Segment here of hour number two. Been a fun show. Man, I like having fun talking some sports, talk, being real. That's what it's all about for me, man. I enjoy it. Been good stuff. We appreciate all the phone calls. 205 342 Of course, things are slow right now. Alabama less than a week away before we kick off the spring practice. And uh, that should be fun to see. And of course, uh, what this team's going to look like under head coach Kalen DeBoer, new coordinators. I'm really looking forward to this offense to see what Nick Sheridan is going to be able to do. I didn't listen to his comments, but I know he was interviewed today. I don't think he said too much, but I'll go back and read some of those things for tomorrow's show. As we have Stephen M. Smith will join us. Uh, Josh Pate on Friday. That's correct, Christian. Yeah, I still got to figure out time, but he'll be. Uh, he should be. Uh, yeah. Good Friday. Yep. So we'll get have his some thoughts. Guests lined up. We don't do a ton of guests right now, but we'll definitely up our game with that some. Uh, going forward, um, big big game tonight. Uh, Ole Miss and, and Bama, man. Uh, why you driving down to Ole Miss right tonight? Did you say that this week? And you were driving yeah, down I'm, to the game. I'm, so I did my show today. I'm producing this show. I've put out two articles while producing, and then I'm gonna turn around and leave for Oxford pretty much as soon as we're done here. So. Oh dang! How long a drive is that? It's about three hours. I was gonna go grab something to eat up there and then make my way on over to the pavilion. Nice. Yeah, I've never fun. been to the pavilion. Is that a nice, nice arena? I have no clue. This is my first season actually <laughs> like being on, quote-unquote, the Alabama beat. So this has been my first time actually covering oh, okay. games Wait, and did, stuff. Did you, did you graduate from Alabama recently? Or, or? I graduated from the University of Mobile uh, in 2022, and then I moved up here for grad school. Ah, I got you. Good deal. Oh. Yep, I, I accepted the job, and two months later, Coach Saban retired. So it's been... Damn. An interesting Dad, start damn. to everything. Yeah, that's a probably a little... You miss Saban later, man. That's that's tough. <laughs> that is tough. Well, yeah, you was at the University of Mobile, so did you get a chance to see Womack in, in South Alabama at all? I did, yeah. Actually, my, uh, my, my best friend from high school, his younger brother, actually uh, played last season for Coach Womack. So it was really interesting <laughs> to see... That oh, your brother played for him? My best friend's younger brother. Oh, I guess. The connection cool. that way. But, yeah, I mean, I went to a lot of South games, and I really liked what, what Womack was doing down there in Mobile. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, the guy that we had on, um, drawing a blank to us, it was play-by-play, and then he did ESPN games on the road, I think, uh, for South Alabama. Had nothing but great things to say about Kane and, and uh, you know, his team. But I, I just know from the Senior Bowl, the, the great work, the facilities are, are extremely nice. Um, it's such a beautiful place down there, a great place for a young man to go play some college football. Um, didn't know a lot about the coach, but – but again, I think you know uh, what South Alabama was doing, and it was pretty daggum nice. I saw them play. Actually, I saw them play South Carolina before. I seen them play. You know, teams bigger divisional uh, teams that. I mean, they're not pushovers, right? I mean, even they, though they're you know they group whipped of five up on teams, they're not pushovers. They whipped up on Oklahoma State. What was it, like thirty-one nothing in Oklahoma yeah. State? So I mean, and then won a bowl game pretty handedly. So he was he was doing some good things down there. Mm. Well, let me, then I was about to say. Yeah, and then they, uh, what was the quarterback who was at LSU, the big quarterback? At, uh, what year? Actually, I think the bowl game this year didn't turn out too good for him because I think they lost to this quarterback who was at LSU. Did he play at, um, might have been Jackson, Jacksonville State, or I can't remember, but it's like they beat Oklahoma State and they turned around and lost to another group of five team pretty much. So it's kind of like a inconsistency there but but no I mean I think you know this defense uh, as I said earlier the fact that you got crazy athletes you know I think he's a guy that would do something I think Nick Saban didn't do uh, was that use his fast guys right move these guys around letting them play football you know Nick was a technician um, but I think he'll let these guys play and I think that's going to be good news for these five-star athletes that I've been wanting to see, Keon Keeley's of the world, to see them on the field, to see their speed, to see their length, to see their aggression, right, and to have fun playing. I mean, because I think that's one thing that was lost with Alabama's defense, Christian, from years past. You know, playing defense is about having a lot of fun, right? You, you set, you are the tone setter. You set the tempo. You set how the game is going to be played. You bust people in the mouth. You knock people out, Jaden Daniels, out of the game, digger. Get them out. You know what I mean? Mm. You, you get the fans behind you by playing great physical defense and having fun, like with each other jumping up, chest bumping. And I thought in the last couple of years, Alabama defense, it was a little bit just, they were relaxed. You didn't see people getting peed off and mad and, you know, upset about making mistakes. Like they were holding each other accountable. And I know when you play, for sure, Christian, that was something that was always talked about. Oh, we had that guys fist fighting. Coach didn't on have sidelines. to make players, players <laughs> held players accountable. Well, we had guys fighting on the sidelines damn near. And, I mean, you even saw, you know, I don't know if you saw Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne uh, up in Washington, NFL. They got into a, a physical altercation on the sidelines. So, I mean, it, 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 it carried over from college, right? But, no, I, I wouldn't say guys were more lax. I think what it is is some of these younger – how do I explain this, right? Like, like, when I first got here, like, the standard was so high – and, like, the older guys on our teams, like, they demanded that standard to, to the point where people weren't living up to it. They were not shying away from, from confronting other people about it. You know what I mean? Like, we had guys like that. And I just feel like you didn't have as many of those guys as the years went on. Plus, I, I mean, you got to remember, too, like, when, when people started coming to Alabama after they started having success, it was a little bit different. I mean, a lot of these players were highly ranked players and almost would compare it to like guys coming in with that mindset like oh we can just show up in Alabama still gonna be Alabama but that's not the case 
right? Like there's a reason, there's a recipe for for being dominant as a football team. It doesn't just happen. And I think slowly that started creeping in the program because we were winning so much and having so much success that, you know, when people would come here, they just assume that that would just be the case. And that's not the case. And I think that's kind of where I think the mentality of a lot of people just kind of was shifting. You know, I think they kind of lost that that true understanding of what it meant to, to play to that standard. But um, I, I would agree that it, it, there was a little bit less of, of that, you know, dog mentality throughout the years. But like I said, I think there's a number of things. I think it was partially what I just said. I think a lot of coaches, a lot of turnover with the coaching staff, and you know, just so many different things that, that went on. But um, we'll see, though. I mean, that's one thing they, they talked about. I know they mentioned to Coach DeBoer about him not cussing. Um, but he said he's, you know, he might not necessarily cuss, but he, he likes to have a lot of energy and passion and fire to him. So um, we'll see. Yeah, you can have that without cussing. So that's, you definitely that's can. Hey, I don't know why cussing yeah, is an indicator of how passionate you yeah, are. But I don't know. Tia said, you talking about people smoking. Everybody <laughs> smokes in the league, but you won't give her no insight on about who's standing out. I, well, refresh. I, I said, Min, Mincy, to me, I, I, watching Mincy, his tape, and just seeing him kind of in person, I, I, I think he's going to be a stud. That, that's that's who I think is going to be a stud. Right, so there you go, Tia. There we're you go. We're talking about football practice tomorrow. Yeah, we're getting that tomorrow. All right, we want to get my man Wyatt on the road. Wyatt, be safe, brother. Don't speed, you know. Them popo, them highway patrolmen waiting on you. You need that big old fatty fat tick. So be safe out there, man. Have a great time down at the pavilion. Alabama and Mississippi tonight should be a big game. All right, we got to get out of here and make way for my man Ryan Fowler. He's coming up next. Get in the game with him. Right on the tie, 1.9, a.m. WTBC. Be blessed. May the Lord be with you. He will be just that. We'll see you tomorrow.